0: Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk here video would you be a jerk for bullying your own cousin we'll find out but first a story from it's okay dad am i the jerk for weaponizing my femininity by crying since the teacher wouldn't stop another student harassing me for a little backstory i 15 year old female lost my mom when i was five dad raised me alone until last year when my second dad whom i call papa moved to our home now we're a happy family of four Me, two dads, and dog. I'm not ashamed of my family, so I never hit it. I'm not really popular at school, so I just really told my friends, and it was all good. Until about two months ago, a boy I'll call Duncan, 15-year-old male, found out. Duncan started with simple jokes like, Wow, which one of them is the mom? Which I promptly told the teacher, Mr. Smith, who was like, He's just trying to understand. If you want people to understand, you have to be patient. Duncan started to escalate with, Enjoy your time here. It'll get worse when your sinner family goes downstairs. And again, I went to Mr. Smith, who again was, You can't be prejudiced with his religion. It's wrong in the Bible. He's just trying to understand. In my country, every class has only one responsible teacher, so I couldn't go to another, by the way. I have many examples, but this paints the picture. After two months of that, I realized that if I wanted him to stop, I had to do it myself. So when he started with his homophobic crap at the cafeteria, I started to remember the saddest thing I could. All movies where the dog dies. All the sad romance movies. Mufasa's death. The fox and the hound. It didn't take long for the waterworks to come. I started to bawl, ugly sobbing while basically screaming at him, asking why he said I would go downstairs, why he hated me and my dads, just making a huge scene. Duncan started to stutter and plead, trying to make me go to class with him and talk to the teacher. Wonder why. I just cried louder and flinched when he tried to pull me away. The scene was so huge that we ended up at the principal's office. Miss Yates listened to both sides and she was pissed at Mr. Smith. She let me tell the whole story, even when Mr. Smith tried to interrupt me to defend Duncan. At the end, Duncan got a five-day suspension, and the principal told me to go directly to her if anything like that happens again. When we left the office, Mr. Smith stopped me and told me, I hope you're happy, you put a permanent mark on a good boy's record because you decided to weaponize your femininity instead of being a little understanding. He tried to make me apologize to Duncan, but I told him I would go right back to the principal's office if he did, and he dropped it. Then later, Duncan's friends started messaging me, accusing me of acting like Amber Heard and ruining a boy's life just because I can. I didn't tell my parents yet because they're always afraid I'll suffer because they choose to love each other, and I won't bring anything I can handle to worry them. I don't feel like I'm wrong, but with Mr. Smith's warning and Duncan's friends, I'm starting to doubt. So, am I the jerk? Personally, I think OP's definitely not the jerk here, and if I had any guess, I would say the teacher to me seems a little bit prejudiced themselves. Personally, I'd be willing to guess that Mr. Smith probably has a bias themselves about gay couples. Would you guys agree with me in that assumption as to why he acted this way? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Beginning Value 8045 Am I the jerk for turning my wife's joke about my ED back on her? I'm a 32-year-old man, and my wife Jess is a 26-year-old woman. We've been married for three years. Six months ago, I started to experience ED. This has largely been spurred by anxiety. It's a medical condition that I'm currently seeing a doctor for. Jess has gone between blaming me and then blaming herself. Basically, weekly, the pendulum swings one way or the other. Lately, she's found humor in it and I guess I can laugh at myself a little. It's only a severe psychological symptom in all that jazz. While well, on Friday we met up with friends for drinks, including us, there were six people at the table. The discussion turned into a direction that led a very drunk jest to saying, Yeah, and I'm not getting any cause this guy can't even get it up, while pointing at me. My first reaction was shocked that she'd say something that horrible and private about me. But without missing a beat. I responded, yeah, and with a wife like this, can you even blame me? Everyone laughed and assumed we were kidding, and it was a silly thing we had. I mean, what kind of a 32-year-old gets ED in the first place, right? Well, the next morning, Jess was incredibly hungover, but distinctly remembered what I said and got very upset. It wasn't a real screaming her head off type, but a quiet, how dare you type. I responded that she just threw everything about me on the table, to which he responded that it was more of a spur of the moment thing, while my response was, calculated, I don't think I was the jerk here, but was I? Personally, I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk in this situation. If that were me, I would be mortified and I would be livid, and frankly when you got emotions like that I think the way OP handled it was kind of a healthier way than blowing up and getting angry instead. Like, yeah, I'd put them down, but that's the exact thing that just happened to you anyways. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Connect Talk 6388 Am I the jerk for not telling my wife my kids didn't want her to adopt them? My late wife died six years ago when our kids were three, five, and six. I remarried 18 months ago, and my wife's known my kids for three years now. She's brought up adoption to me about two weeks before we got married. She told me she would love to ask the kids their feelings after the wedding, and maybe start the process when we legally could, which is six months into our marriage. What I never told her is my kids had already expressed to me that they were worried about being adopted and didn't like the idea. This was prior to me getting engaged. My oldest was the one with the strongest concerns because he remembers his mom the most. But none of the kids liked the idea, and they would no longer have their mom's name on stuff, i.e. their birth certificate and other documents. I reassured them it would never happen as long as they were against it. Honestly, I know my late wife would have wanted them to be loved, but would also have hoped for an adoption not to take place. She herself struggled with her father being erased by the time she was two. He died before she was born, and when her mother chose to remarry, they chose to act like she was her stepfather's, who adopted her, biological child. She only learned the truth as an adult, and I know it terrified her while she was sick that she would be replaced, especially when our youngest baby was too young to remember anything about her. I ended up telling my wife no, and we discussed it for a while actually. She was upset, but didn't push it. Then a few weeks ago, her parents asked us about her adopting the kids. They said we all appear to get along really well and how sweet of a gift it would be to her and the kids. I said it wasn't something we were going to do. They ended up asking the kids afterwards and my youngest was the one who said they didn't want to be adopted and I knew, which then got back to my wife. She was pissed I never told her. She said she was never given a chance to see if we could figure out a way to do it that would make them happy. I said I didn't see any reason to talk them around, that they're allowed to feel that way. Her thinking we could convince them is part of the reason I never told her. I never wanted it to be something that needed fixing, because there's nothing wrong with how they feel. I also figured it would hurt less, that coming from me, at least we could have an adult conversation about it, but she could feel like the kids were rejecting her. Her family said I should have told her, and we should have worked on a solution with the kids together. I said no solution was needed. Am I the jerk? I personally don't think OP's the jerk in this situation. When people feel a certain way, I'm very much a fan, if at all possible, for those people who are feeling that type of way to just have that discussion personally and not do it through a messenger third party. I get it if it's volatile, but personally, I'd just rather hear it from the person who has an issue or feels a certain way. Our next story is from 8 Billion Aliens. Am I the jerk for telling our mutual friends the real reason I adopted a cat? I, 28 year old male, recently agreed to foster a cat who I was told had massive behavior issues and was going to be taken to an animal shelter if I didn't agree. I expected spitting, hissing, biting, not litter box trained, etc. The cat arrived with nothing to her name, cats 5 years old, no box, bowls, toys, food, nothing but a flea collar that was clearly months old and too tight. The cat was absolutely filthy. Ex-owner told me they couldn't provide money at the time for me to set the cat up, and I allowed it as I've been told they were in a nasty financial position. We agreed to keep a tab of the vet bills and food bills to be paid. As they're leaving, she mentions the case of white claws she stopped to pick up on the way. I was gobsmacked. I set about getting what the cat needed and began to try to gauge its behavior. Turns out, this animal is the sweetest, smartest, kindest being I've ever had the pleasure to know. I took the cat to the vet, and the cat's incredibly ill and underweight due to neglect. Got her medical shampoo for her skin, antibiotics for the massive infection she has, and then called her ex-owner and told her to send me her microchip details as I would be keeping the cat. She says, that's fine, the cat was never chipped anyway, doesn't pay anything bar $40 of the bills. Two days later, turns up at her job with hair and nails done. I sat on it for six weeks and stewed and stewed until I found out she'd been speaking to someone about a kitten. I didn't embellish anything. I simply told two of my closest friends what happened and why the cat stayed with me. The truth spread like wildfire and most people have now turned their back on her. My only intent was to stop her from getting another animal, not for it to end up like this. I feel like I could be the jerk because this has affected her work and friendships, so am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here, I am a staunch animal lover, and I'm all for OP mentioning this thing just to prevent an animal from getting abused basically. This next story is from IC Project 3837 Am I the jerk for not wanting to name my daughter after my husband's deceased wife and daughter? My husband John, 32-year-old male, and I, 30-year-old female, got married 2 years ago. I'm John's second wife. His first wife, Isabel, died 9 years ago in a car accident driving to an appointment. At the time, she was 7 months pregnant with a baby girl who they planned to name Rose. Rose also passed in the accident. John wasn't in the accident, but he blamed himself for their deaths since he was working and couldn't get off time to drive Isabel. Obviously, this was very traumatic. And he had to go to therapy for a long time to recover he still talks about isabel sometimes and has pictures of her in the house five months ago i found out i was pregnant it wasn't planned but john and i were still extremely happy a few days ago i went to the ultrasound appointment and it was revealed we were having a girl for the past few days we've been throwing baby name suggestions around however he came to me this morning and said he finally knew what our daughter's name would be Isabel as a first name and Rose as a middle name. I was taken aback for obvious reasons and asked him why. He looked at me weird and said that it was to honor his late wife and daughter. This was surprising to me since we've talked about having kids before and he's never mentioned wanting to name our kids after Isabelle or Rose. I told him I wasn't comfortable naming our child Isabel Rose since it would feel like we were trying to replace them. He kept trying to convince me and said that it would be like his late family could live again through our daughter. But I just want our daughter to be her own person and to not feel like she's growing up in the shadow of two deceased people. John got mad and accused me of trying to force him to act like Isabel and Rose never existed. I said that wasn't true and that we would still talk about them and remember them with our daughter. But he said the best way to remember them would be to name our daughter after them. He also called me a hypocrite because I suggested my sister's name, my sister is alive, as a middle name. I said that was different because our child would still have her own unique first name, and I only suggested it because my sister is planning on being a loving aunt. Finally, he called me disrespectful of the dead and that he wasn't going to change his mind. He went to our room and hasn't come out. I consulted my family and friends, and while most of them agree I'm not the jerk, a couple of them are saying John is grieving and I should just let him name his kid, and I can name the next one. One friend who's a therapist even said that this is John's attempt to ease his guilty conscience, and that refusing the name could make him spiral into self-loathing. I've also started to get Facebook messages from people I'm assuming are Isabel's family, John most likely told them about the situation, begging me to name my daughter after Isabel because they want another way to memorialize her. I hate to disappoint our family since they are grieving too, but I still don't want to. Am I being selfish? Personally, I think OP's not the jerk here. I think this is one of those things where if you're on board, that's great. And if it makes you uncomfortable, I think it's a very valid emotion. I feel like the idea of this kid growing up to be a humanized memorialization of two people that they never met or will never know is a very valid feeling. It just sounds tricky for OP to navigate and, honestly, I just wish them the best. Our next story is from r 10 Am I the jerk for calling my sister selfish or having our parents pay for college when she has a full ride to another school? I, 25-year-old female, live with my husband and two sons, 3 and 6 months old. We have been struggling financially and both work in the service industry where it's very difficult to get time off, so my parents pay for my son's daycare so we can work. My sister Jess, 17-year-old female, got into a prestigious Ivy League this year. She received financial aid so she won't have to pay the whole insane amount of money, but housing and reduced tuition comes out to about $10,000 a year. She also got into our local state school where she got a full ride and wouldn't have to pay anything. She decided on the Ivy when our parents agreed to pay my parents recently sat me down and told me they would no longer be able to pay for my children's daycare because they're paying for jess's college their excuse is that they paid similar amounts to my college i'm extremely frustrated because i went to the cheapest college available for me and think jess should have done the same we're all proud of her but i feel like she's putting her ego over her nephews We simply can't afford daycare, and I'll likely have to quit my job, which may mean we could be evicted. I told this all to Jess on the phone, and politely asked her to contact the state school to ask if they'll still take her, and to take a gap year if not. She refused, and I got angry and called her selfish and immature. My husband agrees with me, but our parents are mad and won't answer my calls. Am I the jerk? Personally, I think OP is the jerk in this situation, because... To me, I feel like when you have kids, it's nice if other people help out, but really it should be the parents' responsibility to afford whatever care it is for them. And expecting your sister to sacrifice their academic dreams, I think personally, just doesn't cut it. This next story is from Sergeant Metalhead. Am I the jerk for saying my wife bought herself a Father's Day gift? My wife and I have been together for 20 plus years. Lately, her thing has been DNA and family tree. Her biggest challenge has been one of my grandparents who was orphaned and traveled the ocean to North America. She's found some solid leads as to where he's from and found some reasonably close relatives that we've communicated with. I really appreciated her efforts. A couple weeks ago, she told me about a DNA company having a sale for Father's Day. It was still a couple hundred dollars. I told her I'd rather put that money to my hobby. She got mad but didn't say anything. The other night, she said I ordered that DNA test. Happy Father's Day. I said thanks, but that's not what I wanted. She got mad and I told her this was a gift for her, not me. She got mad and said I was a jerk. Am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk in the situation because if they really want this DNA test or whatever, just go ahead and buy it. Don't try to frame it as OP's suggestion or for OP or for Father's Day. I think just be honest with what it is. You really want a DNA test for yourself? It's a hundred, couple hundred dollars. You're just trying to find some kind of justification to get it. Our next story is from Throw Five Away Zero. Am I the jerk for not letting guests who arrived a day early stay in the vacation home we were using? A close family friend offered up their vacation home to my boyfriend and I, and we took them up on it. We scheduled the dates with them well in advance, with us scheduled to leave today. Our family friend confirmed the day several times with us, and told us since we were leaving early Saturday, he was going to let another couple come Saturday midday and spend the rest of the weekend there. Okay, no problem of course. Well, the couple arrives a day early yesterday morning, and said there was a mix-up and they got the day wrong, but since they were already here, they'd just stay in the free bedroom next to ours. We would be sharing the bathroom, and that it would be fine. They didn't ask if it was okay, just assumed. They also had a dog, and we have dog allergies, unfortunately. I called our family friend and told them of the mix-up, that if the other couple was going to stay, then alright, but... We would just leave early because of the allergies and general discomfort. He was angry they showed up early and firmly told them to go get a hotel, which they did. My boyfriend told me I was a jerk for this and I should have just sucked it up for one night. That I'm too big on personal space and should learn to loosen up a bit. He also added that hotels in the area, especially last minute, were very expensive and we should have considered that. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. If that were me, I feel like that might put a strain on our relationship as far as friends go. It's a nice hookup and all, but you're just gonna let them walk all over you and ruin the whole experience? Basically try to tell me to suck it up? Remind me to turn less to you in my life? Our next story is from Sunny Cosplayer. Am I the jerk for refusing to continue to work with a customer and her Down Syndrome son? Now hear me out, I, 23 year old female, know it sounds bad. I'm usually very okay helping families who have members with different disabilities find exactly what they need and have even been praised to my boss because of this. I was happy to help the mom the first time they came in and would continue to help them if her son did not make me feel so uncomfortable. The mom does not discipline her child in any way and uses his disability to make excuses for his behavior. It's not what you would expect though. He started off by calling me sexy multiple times. That's fine. I can brush it off i've had other men say much worse then he got really close and tried to look down my shirt i immediately stepped away his mom used the excuse he's never gonna experience that stuff so it's fine if he's curious he tried this multiple times and then started recording me on his phone i politely asked him to stop and brought it up to his mom she did nothing my manager had to step in when he tried to corner me in a fitting room, and his mom said that's just how he is. They came back today and asked to work with me. I immediately refused and told them they could work with a male coworker, who was happy to help as I lied, saying I already had my hands full. The mom was pissed and said she refused to shop at a place that discriminates against disabled people. She left and didn't buy anything. So, am I the jerk? Personally, I would be glad that they said that and glad that they're saying I'm never shopping here again because obviously it's completely fine that they have Down syndrome, but if they're going to act like that and there's no kind of control at all, no responsibility here, I don't blame anybody for fleeing a situation where they're getting assaulted. Our next story is from backseat view 5033 Am I the jerk for refusing to go home when my husband told me to? My husband Tom, 33-year-old male, and I, 27-year-old female, have been married for two years. He has a habit of getting me to leave an event early as soon as he gets bored or sees someone he doesn't like come to the event. Like my brother, he doesn't outright say it but pretends to get sick, feels a headache or a stomach ache, and forces me to go home with him. As soon as we leave, he'd immediately go back to normal, and suddenly all the pain and headache go away. He then admitted it's a strategy to get out of boring or undesired events. Thing is, this has been happening way too often, and I keep falling for it. More importantly, it's impacted my relationship with family and friends. I told him many times that he could go home by himself if he doesn't feel comfortable at an event, and not trick me into going home with him. He told me that I had to leave with him, otherwise people would ask how he could drive while sick. I told him it's not my problem and next time he does this I just won't play along. He smirked at me and we stopped bringing it up. Two days ago was my sister's 18th birthday. It was obviously a huge event since she's the youngest in the family. Tom first said he wouldn't go, then asked me not to go as well because he was feeling sick. Sick from what? Didn't specify. I said no and gave him the option to stay home, but he got dressed last minute and went with me. When we got there, I went to stay with my parents and saw my sister. About 15 minutes later, Tom came up to me saying he was feeling nauseous and told me to go home with him because he was feeling sick. I figured he just got bored and was pretending to be sick to get me to go home with him just cause he didn't like the party. I told him no and that he needed to stop these games cause this was my sister's birthday. He swore he was sick, but I refused to go. He then gave me a nasty stare, then at dinner we all sat down to eat, but he didn't. He kept staring, then started moving in his chair, and a few minutes later he dropped down and started throwing up near the chair. Everyone got up in their seats and dad went to help him up immediately. I couldn't believe it, I just stood there as mom and dad helped him up while he shouted she knew I was sick. I told her I was sick and needed to go home, but she just wouldn't believe me. Everyone heard this and stared at me. I felt guilt, shame, embarrassment, especially with how my dad looked at me to confirm this statement. It was horrible. Dinner was cut short and I had to drive him home. I got berated by both my family and him, and they called me neglectful and with no empathy to refuse to listen when he told me he was sick. He's been upset with me about what happened and refused to even talk except to say it was my fault the party was ruined for everyone. I can't even talk about what my sister thinks of this since this was her party. Was I really the jerk in this situation? Would you guys agree with me that this is a classic boy who cried wolf type story and I think pretty much anybody would be susceptible to thinking they were faking it in this case? Let me know if you agree with me down in the comments. This next story is from AITA Sneaky Ice Cream. Am I the jerk for telling my daughter her secret desserts with her stepdad weren't secret? I know the title sounds dumb, but I didn't know how to word it. I have a daughter, Chloe, 21, with my ex. When she was 7, we had a messy divorce. He didn't want me to leave and made it very clear to Chloe. After the divorce, I met my husband, Jack. We started dating while Chloe was 8, but she was 9 when she finally met him. Chloe did not accept the relationship and wanted nothing to do with him, and my ex certainly didn't help. Sometimes I had to work the lates, so I had an idea and told Jack to basically take her out to ice cream when I was late. While Chloe hated him, she wouldn't say no to dessert, so basically he framed it as sneaking ice cream when mom's at work. The bribery worked pretty quickly and she came around to liking him. Nowadays she's closer to Jack than her father, and even calls Jack dad and sometimes i think she's closer to him than me so chloe's currently seven months pregnant she was over yesterday and we were talking about everything we talked about us as grandparents and i joked that we'll try not to sneak our granddaughter away for ice creams chloe was surprised and didn't realize i knew about it i explained what i said above and that obviously he's not just gonna take his girlfriend's daughter out so often without telling her for some reason chloe got really upset about it She basically said we lied to her and manipulated her and that I shouldn't think she's cheap to buy her love and invade her privacy and stormed off. I honestly didn't think this would be such a big deal. She hasn't responded to me or Jack after she left or today. Jack's annoyed with me and says that I didn't have to say anything, though he doesn't seem to know why she's so upset either. She got along with him so well. I don't understand why it not being a secret would ruin anything maybe buying her love wasn't great but she wasn't giving him a chance none of it was an insult i just wasn't thinking and forgot that we never explained it to her she clearly thinks i'm wrong and jack isn't happy am i the jerk was it wrong to reveal i think op's not the jerk here personally i can understand where chloe's coming from feeling like this was some weird conspiracy to buy her love and win her over on the cheap somehow but in reality, I think Chloe was just a kid and Opie and their partner were doing whatever they could to create a bond with them and basically just show that Jack isn't a bad guy and is worth taking a liking to. And our final story of the day is from X. Wedding X. Am I the jerk for bullying my cousin? I'm female, 17. My older cousin Nora, female, 26, is getting married. A few weeks ago, we were all talking about what we were going to wear for her wedding and one of my cousins, Sarah, female, 15 showed us a picture of her dress it was a wedding dress it was white long and basically a typical wedding dress everyone tried talking to her asking her to please not wear it but she wouldn't listen her parents also took her side for the next few days everyone tried to convince them to get another dress but they refused as she's the youngest member of our family she gets away with pretty much everything so they finally gave up and decided to let her wear it, but Nora was very upset. She didn't wanna make drama, especially cause no one was on her side anymore. So me and my other cousins decided to fix this. Last night, when our family gathered together, we all started talking in a way that we knew Sarah could hear us. And we mocked her dress and made fun of her for wearing a wedding dress at someone else's wedding. The whole time we were laughing and mocking her until she had tears in her eyes and told her parents she doesn't want to wear it anymore. She went home, but texted me and told me that I'm a jerk for doing this to her and bullying her. I kind of feel like a jerk, but I think it was justified. So am I the jerk? I think it might have been a little far, but overall I think OP's not the jerk here. Personally I think if somebody's having a wedding, they have a right to control pretty much about every aspect, especially the dress code. And for somebody to hear the dress code, be told that's not acceptable, and for them to go, nah, I'm going to wear it anyways. They kind of deserve a little bit of bullying for that decision, don't they? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was crazier than any of the stories in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.